This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. There, of course, is lots of news out there about heart health, but sometimes it gets a little confusing when you're trying to understand the difference between, let's say, a heart attack and angina. Dr. Nathan Talker is the medical director, Coatman Healthcare Centre in Calgary. He joins us today. Hello, Dr. Talker. Hi there. Thank you for having me. Let's just start with the basic then. What is angina and how do the symptoms differ from a heart attack? Right. Angina is basically a way that we use to describe uh, a a chest pain that is occurring that is likely due to uh, the heart and having reduced blood flow into the heart. And it can often even mimic symptoms of a very, very mild heart attack. But really, it's uh, often thought to be a precursor. So uh, we, whenever a patient is having chest pain that is due to reduced blood flow in the heart, we call it angina. And as you said, it's a precursor. So maybe it's almost the body's way of saying, you better get this looked at. There could be a serious situation down the road. Oh, you're very much right, actually. So um, when we, when a person is having angina, it can be considered stable or unstable. And stable angina is more like when you are, let's say, going for a walk or a run, you begin to notice chest pain at a certain level of activity. Whereas unstable angina is a little bit more worrisome, which is chest pain that occurs even when you're at rest. And it can feel like uh, a, maybe a little bit of a crushing pain or a squeezing pain that comes and goes on its own. And these all signify uh, reduced blood flow through your heart. And we really, really encourage getting this checked out if it's ever happening. And most patients are pretty good about coming in when they're having chest pain. Um, you know, it can be due to other factors like anxiety, but uh, uh, we always want to rule out the heart cause first because it is the scariest one to us all. How common is angina and maybe give us an idea who's at risk? Sure. Um, angina is more common than heart attacks, obviously, because it, it, it can occur prior to a heart attack and occur after a heart attack. Um, and we're thinking that it can about one in 200 people who uh, who have chest pain may actually be suffering from um, uh, not a heart attack, but angina. And what's more is that it can quickly evolve to a heart attack, which is in medicine known as a myocardial infarction. All the more reason that you take those chest pains seriously, but I'm wondering how many patients are thinking, oh, maybe it's just something I ate, maybe it's indigestion. Obviously, that's the wrong advice. I would think so. It's it's needed to be treated more seriously than that because we often want to write these symptoms off. And I think in the last... 10 to 15 years, the public and the population has been a lot more concerned with preventing heart disease. We have a lot of commercials. There's a lot of people who are going to see uh, their doctors for assistance at an earlier stage. And I think that's a fantastic thing. The thing that you want to really keep in mind is what are your risk factors? And if you're a smoker, if uh, you're not very, very active, if you have high cholesterol, if you've had a family history of heart disease, at, a, at especially at an early age in your family, these are things to consider. Further to that, high blood pressure and diabetes are big concerns that we don't want to let chest pain go in patients that have those problems at all. Is that part of the prevention as well when it comes to angina? Just some of those things, as you mentioned, smoker, high blood pressure? 
Very much so. I mean, the more that we can mitigate those risk factors, uh, the better off we're going to be in preventing people from getting to full-blown heart disease and angina. So um, I want to stress that it's the name that we give to sort of the precursor of heart disease. Uh, But if we can control a patient's risk factors, the ones that I listed there, then you're much less likely to get it. And that's when we really encourage people to go in to have comprehensive heart assessments done or comprehensive just checkups done uh, that really, really look into this issue. And further to that, nowadays you can even risk stratify yourself. So you can actually get a percentage as to how likely you are to suffer from a heart attack or angina-like symptoms based off of your current risk factors. And there's a couple scoring systems that are used by doctors and uh, they can provide a lot of certainty to people's situations. Great information. Dr. Talker, thanks so much for your time today. Thank you very much. Dr. Nathan Talker is the medical director, Coltman Healthcare Center here in Calgary. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott, weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.